Hey everyone, welcome to This Can't Be Real, the podcast where we discuss the craziest stories we've come across. I'm Jackie, and this is my co-host Tess. Hey guys, thanks for joining us. Okay, so with this being our first episode, we want to do a quick introduction of what this podcast is going to be about. We will be bringing in stories that have caught our attention to share with you guys each week. Stories will come from all sources, including news, social media, the people we talk to each day, and even ourselves. Exactly. Yeah, it should just be a really fun, good time. We're hoping just to share some things that maybe you have heard, or you have stories to relate to, or things that you haven't heard, and make you think, wait, what? (laughs) So... We are excited, and I think Jackie is going to kick it off with her first round of stories. Yes. So, looking up some crazy stories, I mean, there's never a shortage. Let's let's just be honest here. But one story that did stick out to me that just that made me laugh, like, wait, seriously? I got it out of, from APnews.com. It is a man in Wyoming who had called and asked a sheriff's dispatcher why he hadn't been arrested, but then soon found himself to actually be arrested and in handcuffs. Okay, so I know you're going to explain, but just overall. (laughs) Who does that? Wait, why haven't I been arrested? I mean, is it for like, no, you'll explain it. I want to be like, is it for like murder? Did he call and (laughs) confess and was waiting for the cops? And like, what? (laughs) So the 62-year-old man called the Campbell County Sheriff's Office on Thursday to ask why he hadn't been arrested after deputies raided his house the previous day. Okay. I too was like, yeah, why hasn't this man been arrested? Usually you're arrested when you're raided. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's generally how it goes. (laughs) And when asked why he should be arrested, the man promptly said, meth use under Sheriff Quentin Reynolds has said. The man also told a dispatcher 10 young men were following him. Okay. Which I would also be a little concerned if especially 10 people were following me. So upon further review of, you know, what this man had said, you know, everything that was going on, come to find out nobody raided the man's house, nor were they planning to arrest him. (laughs) Oh, so where did that come from then? Well, after the call, a deputy spotted the man driving and followed when he pulled off the road. The man allegedly told the deputy he had used methamphetamine a day and a half before and shocker was still high. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I know even more surprising, he did poorly on sobriety test. He was arrested for driving under the influence of a controlled substance. Well, good. Glad to have him off the road. So, wait, maybe, is there more to the article before I ask? Nope, that was it. (laughs) So, he must have just had, like, a meth-induced psychosis or hallucination that he got raided? Yeah, I mean, this must have all just been something he just, you know, envisioned. He saw on his, you know, meth-induced high and wanted to wonder, hey, what's the holdup here, guys? I mean... Props for wanting to take accountability for your crimes. I guess. I mean, I would have just been like, all right, I'm not arrested yet. I'm going to lay low. I'm not going to call the cops. But hey, do you? I, not that I use meth. I've never used meth. Same, by the way. Guys, 
If you're using substances and you question what was real or not, phone a friend. Let's bring back who wants to be a millionaire type game cheats and phone a friend and ask them if maybe something happened that you're questioning. Let's not call the cops. Yeah, let's uh, let's keep the cops on the back burner and keep them as a last resort. Maybe don't immediately call the cops. Well, in these situations, guys, if you absolutely need the emergency ser- services, please call the cops. Yes, if you are in need of emergency services, call the cops. But if you're calling to wonder why you haven't been arrested yet, do not call the cops. could always just go turn yourself in. Yeah, that's a better step. But she did kind of do. And definitely, if you're under the influence, just don't drive. Yeah, please and thank you. Maybe let that meth wear off before you get behind the wheel and make a phone call. (laughs) So for you guys, our lovely listeners, Jackie had told me that the theme for this first week we wanted to do was people that told on themselves to the cops. So I then looked up a story, and it's funny that it goes right along with the drugs aspect, and found one entitled... Man calls 911 because he's too high. Is found in fetal position, surrounded by snacks. I mean, you're surrounded by snacks. That's the best thing to be surrounded by. So at least that's something. Yeah. And then the subcaption, subtitle, secondary title, what is it called? Subheading. Subheading, thank you. (laughs) Says he later told police he couldn't feel his hands. I got this from the crime section of people.com. This is from December 8, 2020. And it says, in the archives of stoner history, one Austintown, Ohio man will go down in history as perhaps the only person to call the cops on himself for being too high. Austintown police responded to a 911 call around 5.20 p.m. last Friday from a man who was complaining of being too high. When they arrived, they discovered the 22-year-old in the fetal position, quote, surrounded by a plethora of Doritos, Pepperidge Farm goldfish, and Chips Ahoy cookies, the police report stated. Why didn't they tell us what flavor of Doritos? That's the important thing here. I don't know. (laughs) It says, The man told officers that he could not fill his hands and that he'd smoked too much weed. He told the cops he'd gotten high in his car and gave them permission to recover the evidence from the vehicle. Horrible decision. Horrible. (laughs) Police then found a glass pipe with pot residue, two joint stubs, two packs of rolling papers, and a container of marijuana in the man's car. The investigation is being classified as ongoing, and the man has not been charged. Just a little bit of advice, guys. Never give permission to let them search your vehicle unless you are a million percent sure they are not going to find anything. He was too high. He was scared. So what you're saying is he couldn't consent. Come on, cops. No, Jackie is not a lawyer, guys. She will try and give us legal advice. (laughs) Do not, do not take our legal advice. Do not take legal advice from me. (laughs) Or me. I'm not a lawyer either. It's not bad advice, though. It just makes me wonder. So, a pipe with pot residue and two joint stubs. So, do you think he smoked a bowl and both joints and that's what got him to this point? Probably. He was so high, he couldn't even eat his snacks. Poor guy. Yeah. I like that whoever wrote this article made the last paragraph to say, That said, his munchie selection is clearly missing a liquid component. You can't go savory, salty, and sweet without some kind of liquid to cleanse the palate between snacks. Also unclear from the police report, 
the flavor of the Doritos. <laughs> so, Jackie, you were right there. <laughs> Thank you. So I'm not the only one. But, yeah, I mean, you got to have something to cleanse your palate. Otherwise, you know, whatever you're eating, is it's not going to taste right. It just calls 911 for being too high. It reminds me of watching that 70s show growing up. Oh, yeah. And seeing all of that, it reminds me <laughs> of watching my older brothers and their friends try and make snacks while high and the weird concoctions they would come up with. When I was in high school, one of my first jobs was Dairy Queen because grew up in a farm town that was literally the only place to work. And you could always tell when people came in high. I mean, clearly the eyes, obviously. But then came their order of just a plethora of food. <laughs> hey, live your life. See, I was I had the best job as the little sister of stoners because my first job was at a pizza place called Five Buck Pizza here in Utah. Hmm. And pizzas were only $5 and then it was unlimited toppings. Oh, nice. We also had a drive-through, a drive-up window, and so my brothers would just text me and say need food. And I would make them pizza and cinnamon bread and cheesy bread. And they would drive up to my window. Usually, yes, with a DD. I will put that out there. <laughs> well, good for them. Grab the pizzas and drive away. Or if they did not have a DD, it would be, little sister, can you please bring this to us when you're off work? We love you. <laughs> At least they threw in the I love you part. I mean, that's the only time they've said that. Let's be real. <laughs> When you said that we're going to do an episode of stories of people calling the cops on themselves, I didn't think we'd get this many hits. I didn't think people were going to be this stupid, to be honest. You know, I'm not going to lie. I'm not surprised. But what I am surprised is the lack of Florida man stories. I'm sorry, Florida. I have family that live there. I like Florida. I do. But let's be honest here. Come on now. There is no shortage of Florida man stories. <laughs> With all due respect. With all due respect. I will say, guys, I am from Utah, so I will make fun of Utah. I am also a Canadian citizen because my dad has dual citizenship. He was born in Canada. Yes, I will make fun of Canadians. <laughs> I feel I have a right to do that with my background. So if you take offense, well, I mean, that's on you. <laughs> I don't ever mean to offend anybody, but... But we're sorry you feel that way. Exactly. And I'm originally from Illinois and I now live in Missouri so another you know that's two states that they end up being the butt of a lot of jokes so I have no problem laughing at where I came from where I live I have no problem laughing at any of that or making fun of any of it I have zero problem laughing at myself oh yeah no so there's our disclaimer as we're starting this podcast is we will make fun of the people in these stories, we will make fun of a lot of places in the stories or share our own, and it's going to be a great time. Yeah, so don't be mad at us if you hear us making fun of someone from your area or your hometown. Give it time. We're going to make fun of ourselves. We promise. Yeah. We are eclectic. We are eclectic in the sense that we will make fun of everything. That is the point of this podcast. Equal opportunity. <laughs> that is going to be a point of this podcast is just having fun with it. And just reading crazy stories from not only the U.S., we are going to be exploring stories from around the world, mm -hmm. other countries. And so, yeah, it'll be a good time. I'm not one that usually researches the Florida man stories going off of what you just said, though. Well, so they did the put your birthday in 
and then hit Florida Man. And I had done that Florida Man October 2nd, which is my birthday, 2018. An 81-year-old Florida Man was arrested after he allegedly offered a woman $200,000 to buy her young daughter at a Florida Walmart. What? He was arrested and the mom said no. So good on her. Yes, that's very good. We do not like that. See, I just tried to see if there was a, like a Utah man version of birthdays. No. It says that Nirvana's Unleash Nevermind came out on September 24th, 1991. Oh, also October 2nd in 2020, Florida man arrested for using Bible as a weapon. You know what? It can be a very good deadly weapon. Go for it. You have another follow-up story regarding this topic, right? I do. And this is from an ABC News article. February 22nd, 2019, police in Van Buren, Arkansas, are still scratching their heads over one of the most unusual arrests they said they have made in years. On Thursday night, police received a call from an 18-year-old reporting underage drinking in his home. By him. What? Okay, so I was thinking it would be like, okay, underage drinking, he's calling to snitch out his older brother or his sister who has a boyfriend over and mom and dad are out of town and I'm mad because they're taking over the game system or whatever, but he called on himself? Yeah, or they're throwing a party and it's too noisy, but yeah, no, he called on himself. (laughs) Okay. So it goes on to say, he was intoxicated and called our office and said he was underage and drinking and wanted to go to jail. At first, the responding officers were a little confused. Yeah, I would be too. They went to make contact, and when they went to the house, the guy actually came out of the apartment with his hands up. At the time, the officers didn't know it was him who called. They actually thought it was a neighbor, which, I, I mean, yeah, I would too. I wouldn't think that that kid would call on himself. So when the officers asked what was going on, he admitted to being the one that called in. The officers wanted to give him a chance, so they said, look, just stay in your apartment and don't drink, and you can go back into your house. So they, so they were trying to let him off. Yeah, they were just like, okay, you know what, just go back in, sleep it off, you know, just go away. <laughs> go away, you're not worth the paperwork. Like, legit, this is not worth it. This is insane, just go back in. But he refused. He said, I really need to go to jail. Oh, honey. No, you don't. <laughs> never really a place you need to go. I mean, well, some people need to go, but it's never a place you should want to go. Does it explain why? Does he give an explanation as to why he felt he needed to go to jail? Well, it said that the young man told the officers he had been drinking after having a bad day. Haven't we all at some point? The Van Buren police officers still can't figure out what prompted the young man to self-confess and turn himself in. There's a little bit of a buzz around here, said one of the officers. The officers at the police department are talking about it because it's just so unusual. He was not very high, they also said. So wait, he wasn't just underage drinking, he was high as well? I guess, yeah, because the next line says he was not very high. Interesting. They said it wasn't like he was wasted or anything. He wasn't bad at all. The officers told him that in your house, underage drinking is not an issue. But with him refusing to go back in, the officers couldn't leave him wandering around outside. So they arrested him and took him in. The young man was charged with public intoxication 
but the mystery behind his self-confession still remains. <laughs> okay, so do you have a theory about what happened, or am I free to share mine first? I honestly have no idea. <laughs> I mean, no idea. And what state was this in? Arkansas. Okay, so I could be totally off. I mean, I'm coming from, once again, Utah, guys. We have a lot of Mormons here. My first instinct is that he had a moment where it was a bad day and I'm going to rebel and I'm going to try and drink, but I am a good religious boy. And as soon as he broke that, the guilt became too overwhelming. So he called the cops on himself. That is my go-to theory. So I come from a place where underage drinking is the only thing to do when you're underage. (laughs) So... So I have no idea why this guy called the cops on himself. Unless a neighbor was going to call the cops and he thought he'd beat him to the punch to have a lesser charge. I have no idea. I mean, no idea. It could be an accountability thing, too. Where, oh shit, my parents are going to kill me. And he'd feel safer in jail. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we've probably all done those things where it's like, okay, I'd rather get arrested right now. Take me to jail. I have. I want no visitors. No, sir. I do not want to call my mother because I don't need to hear her wrath right now. Nope. I'm just going to change my mailing address to the prison. I live here now. Do not call my mom or dad. Please and thank you. Goodbye. Good day, sir. I said good day. I said good day. Let's bring up that 70s show again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so on the ride to the station, not a lot of conversation. And by Arkansas state law... Individuals arrested for public intoxication must remain locked up for six hours, at least. Okay. So, with that said, the young man was locked up for six hours and then released on a quote-unquote small bond. They also said it was a very strange arrest. They declined to release the teenager's name because they don't want to cause him too much trouble. Because he's doing that enough on his own. Does not need their help. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. This just reminded me, and I looked it up as you were saying it, when I was in high school. My best friend went to a high school called Jordan High, and I went to a different high school. And I get a text from her of, cool, I don't have school today. I was like, what? She goes, oh yeah, we've had a bomb threat called into the school. I said, wait, are you okay? She's like, yeah, no, I'm fine. I'm sitting at home. They let us leave, or they told us not to come if we weren't there yet. So I looked up the article on this. Because I remember it being so comical because it says a 17-year-old Jordan High School student was arrested Friday in connection with a pair of bomb threats at the school. Friday's bomb scare forced the school to be evacuated for about three hours. Around 7.30 a.m., a mail called the school saying there was a bomb. It says that they evacuated the students and the teachers that were there. They had all the dogs come through and everything. No explosive found. School was reopened. Classes resumed. Investigators then developed leads to who made the threats and arrested a teenage student who was sitting across the street from the school watching it all develop. So the cop said he did a lot of work for only getting a half day off school. The kid said his intention was just not to have to go to school. Hey, I have an idea. Skip school. (laughs) Just don't go. Also, don't call it in from your own damn cell phone. No. And then sit across the street from the high school, watching it all develop. Get a burner phone. Have we not seen Breaking Bad? Have we not seen any TV or movies? Go to the gas station. Get a track phone. Throw it away when you're done. 
And I mean, and this was tw this was 2010. You probably could have maybe found a payphone that was still working. So it's not like he intentionally called on himself, but for real though. Like it just, maybe I connected the dumbness of your person being 18, my person being 17, of just these young kids doing stupid stuff. Oh my gosh, speaking of stupid stuff. So my high school, again, very rural, Illinois, farm town, nothing to do. Side note, I hate that word. Rural? Rural? I'm always like, rural. Rural? Rural? Rural. Anyway, sorry. Just had to interrupt with some of those things. Horrible word to say. I understand. So, kids smoked a lot of weed. At one point, meth got pretty big. So, good for them. I don't know. Actually, not not good for them. <laughs> Which will bring me to another story. So, we would often oftentimes have lockdown at our school for drug searches. Everybody would have to put their bags in the hallway. We'd be locked in the classroom. Depending on the teacher, it was fine. Some teachers were like, we're just going to keep learning. You didn't want to be with those teachers. Those were the worst. And you could always tell who was worried because people were anxious. I never had an issue with it. Never had to worry about anything until one day. We're sitting there just, you know, Waiting. You, you just told us you never did meth. <sighs> okay, fine. No, I've never done meth. Sorry, continue. No, so sitting in there waiting, and all of a sudden, my name gets called down to the office. There's only one reason why your name gets called to the office in the middle of a drug search. Bum, bum, bum. And, of course, everybody starts talking, and everybody has cell phones, and they're texting other people, which isn't looking good for me. So I'm like, okay, well, it couldn't be my locker. But I did park next to this girl who is known for doing, doing drugs, and my car's not locked. Sure, blame it on her. <laughs> so, so my first thought was, fuck, did somebody throw something in my car? My windows are probably down at the time, and it's a small town, nobody locks their cars. So I go down to the principal's office, and I'm waiting, and finally the cops and the principal come in to talk to me, and at this point... I'm almost shaking. Like, I am not okay. How am I going to explain this to my mom? How am I going to explain this to my coach? And they say, hey, we're sorry for the confusion. When the dogs jumped on the car, both of our cars were the exact same make, model, and year. And color. Oh. So they mistakenly called my name because the dogs had jumped on her car. But since we both had the exact same car, they mistakenly called my name but all was good in the world, and she got arrested. So I went back to class. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, your school actually told you if you were having a drug search, though? They announced it on the intercom and said, everybody put your bags in the hallway, stay in, the, stay in your classrooms. You're not allowed to leave, which we were allowed to go to the bathroom, but we had to go with, like, a buddy. Gotcha. So, the, so you guys knew, though? Yes, they told us it was a drug search. They weren't quiet about it. See... My school tried to be super sneaky about it, where it'd be like, hey, so, so we're going to practice having like a lockdown situation if there's like an active shooter in the area. So yeah, we're going to do that over like six period. And so they would initiate a lockdown situation where we had to lock all the doors. We weren't allowed to leave. We weren't allowed to get up and go into the hallway or go into the bathroom until our quote unquote active shooter or lockdown situation was lifted but then we would hear the barking and the dogs 
and knowing that it was just pretend, we would always sneak over to the doors and look out the windows. And I will never forget, I was in ninth grade band class and two kids start losing their shit as soon as they heard the dogs bark. Ooh. As soon as they looked out or and they saw... Woof. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as soon as they saw the cops walk by the window with their drug-sniffing dogs, and they started freaking out because, lo and behold, dun, dun, dun. they had stolen their older brother's weed and brought it to school with them. Don't steal, guys. Get you nowhere. And they openly admitted it right in front of our band teacher, who just shrugged and said, tough shit. Guess they'll call you down to the office if they find it. <laughs> and wouldn't let them leave. It was the most excellent. Oh my gosh. So, I mean, that could have, that really could have only worked like one time, right? They had to have caught on after that for the pretend lockdown. Uh, no, they would still try it. They would still say we're practicing a lockdown. They wouldn't do it as intense, if that makes sense. Not as much detail mm. of like, hey guys, we're just going to practice lockdown situation. Everybody lock your door. Da, 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 da. Teachers do what you need to do until we give the all clear. Versus trying to make it like a scenario-based thing to get us involved in it. Yeah. But they still never told us that that's what they were doing. Everybody knew, though, when you went back to your locker and things were just reorganized. If you're going to bring your drugs with you to school, keep them on your person. I mean, they didn't search the people. They just searched cars, backpacks, and lockers. Yes. Also, don't bring your drugs to school. Hide them somewhere. I mean, I don't know. Just don't bring them into the school. Or hey, how about this? Let's not do hard drugs. Let's just not do meth. Come on, guys. Don't you remember D.A.R.E.? <laughs> no, because D.A.R.E. officers are bullshit. I will never forget my D.A.R.E. officer. Day one, he's writing his name up on the whiteboard, takes the expo marker, and takes a nice huge whiff before putting the lid back on. Maybe it was scented. It's a freaking expo marker. It sounded like the expo markers. He's dealing with kids. Give the man a break. <laughs> He's like, I gotta teach all these kids. Just a big whiff. Well, like, underage drinking, I would say we've all done it. We were all allowed to. Don't call the cops on yourself. Like, I was more saying towards the harder drugs, let's not do it. Let's not be those people. Yeah, don't do underage drugs. Don't do hard drugs. Well, they apparently have vape alarms now in the high schools and the junior highs. So they did not have vape when I was a kid. When we were kids. When we were kids, sorry. <laughs> Back in my day, Sonny. No. For real, though. I'm so old, you guys. I'm 34. Pray for me. So I was never really around vape or vaping. So does the vape alarm only register, like, does it register all vapes? Does it register... Certain vapes. I sound real dumb right now, and I'm sorry. I am uneducated <laughs> in the vape category. Excuse me. <laughs> I think it's just an intensified smoke alarm. I'm not quite sure. All I know is that I've had many clients. For you guys, listeners, I am actually a therapist, so I get fun stories. I have had many middle school clients come in talking about how they're in the bathroom just peeing. And then the blue light flashes in the bathroom and the vape alarm goes off because someone's trying to vape in the bathroom. Because mind you, vapes smell good. It doesn't smell like cigarette smoke. Oh yeah, they're all flavored, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. You can get like blueberry pie or lemon or 
sour apple cotton candy rainbow unicorn yep the hell does a rainbow unicorn smell like all of that type of stuff right so the vape alarms are going off and then all schools have cameras nowadays so they would it pings the location these alarms when they go off actually ping a location to a computer of oh it was the alarm in the bathroom in the c hallway and whatever are there no windows in these bathrooms i mean you gotta think it's a junior high yeah but aren't there windows or are we just saying they're not smart enough to do that? I think depending on the junior high, I have no clue. I don't know. I don't remember windows in any of the bathrooms in my junior high. They were very scary looking bathrooms. They weren't great looking, no. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, going back to that. But yeah, no, they have. So it would ping the location in the bathroom and then they would watch the cameras and see. So technology nowadays, they can't really get away with it. No. You can't get away with much with technologies in the school. Back in our day... We could, though. Back in our day, before technology, back in the flip phone era, people, you can get away with everything. Flip phones in MySpace, hell yes. Absolutely. You got to pick your favorite, like, what, top five songs and your top eight and your cool background. I always went pink and sparkly. (laughs) The drama of choosing friends, oh my hell. Man, if you were on my top eight and I wasn't on your top eight, guess who wasn't on my top eight anymore? Deal with it. (laughs) I'd call the cops for that. I should have. Uh, excuse me, they took me off. They took me off their top eight. How dare they? Also, I hear they're underage drinking. <laughs> oh my gosh! Speaking of underage drinking, we had a relatively new family move into town, and being a small town, when a new family moved in, it was big news. If we didn't know anything about them, well, we made it up. It wasn't always kind, and it was often embarrassing to them. You're an ass. Oh, I didn't do it. I was very shy in high school. Allegedly. Oh, no, I was shy. I didn't talk to anybody <laughs> unless it was on the court, on the track, or on the field. I was very quiet. But this guy had gotten a DUI while riding his bicycle one day. How the fuck do you do that? That is a legit real thing. I didn't even know you could get a DUI on a bicycle. Nobody knew. We were like, wait, what? That can't be real. How? I mean, was he just falling over? constantly on his bike falling over swerving oh my gosh not riding appropriately looking intoxicated yeah and i'm not gonna lie i guarantee had he been from the town and the cops knew his family they would have just driven him home there were so many instances in my town where they found underage drunk drivers and if your name held any clout in the town then they would just call your parents and it would just be brushed under the rug. Oh yeah, welcome to small towns. They would confiscate your beer, and by confiscate your beer, they take it and drink it themselves later because they're not making any record. I was just about to say no. that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, small towns. It reminds me of, I love movie references, guys. You're going to get them throughout the podcast. Do you remember 10 Things I Hate About You with Heath Ledger and Julia Stiles? Okay, I love that movie, and I will never forget that movie. I will never forget the detention teacher who corners the guy, and he goes, You've got pot, don't you? Oh, yeah. And steals the kid's pot, and then grabs the Cheetos off his desk, and confiscates those two. I mean, you're, if you're going to take the pot, you got to get the Cheetos. Oh, yeah. If you're going to, quote-unquote, confiscate it. Yeah. Take some munchies with you. I mean, I'm sure food also wasn't allowed and. That's the only reason why he took him. (laughs) Or he just wanted to be able to control his high. Unlike 
my poor gentleman from my story earlier. Poor guy. But yes, going back to the DUIs on bicycles, that's a new thing now. Um, do you know those scooters that you can rent? Mm-hmm. Yep. In bigger cities? You can now get DUIs on those scooters, too. Yeah. Because it does have a motor in it. Yeah. I normally see them just literally thrown down or thrown on top of each other. Yeah. <laughs> just walk. Just walk. Just Uber. Just have a DD. Or that, yeah. Or just call the cops on yourself if you really just want to go to jail. I mean, yeah, you'll get a ride that way, too. Just may not be to the place where you want to go. I have an allegedly story also. A real quick one that's going to lead into a story I told you I would tell you earlier in the podcast. We had a kid in my school. Nice enough kid. Just, you know, the wrong friends. Allegedly, I'm not quite sure if this is true, but I can definitely see it being true. (laughs) He had supposedly, he was riding a tractor, which he didn't have a tractor or a farm. So maybe he stole a tractor and was pulled over and arrested because he did not have a license. He at one point did have a license, but this was apparently suspended or revoked. Oh, honey. And then later on, a couple months later, I believe, true story, (laughs) good old meth was uh, becoming pretty big in my hometown. Not the proudest moment. We've all had it, though. Yeah, sure have. Well, our towns have had it. We haven't had meth. So one night, he was out at an anhydrous selling company, attempting to steal some anhydrous to make his meth. But those darn cops... They just came and spoiled it for him. But he got away. And the next day, he was hiding out from the cops in the last place anybody would have thought to look, especially the cops. He was at school. <laughs> good for him. Yeah, good getting that education. Good for you, buddy. And he actually made it all the way until eighth period. Oh, shit. When that one teacher that you never wanted to be stuck with in a lockdown because they would just keep teaching had tattled on him to the principal. Oh. So he got pulled out of class in eighth hour, literally almost at the end of eighth hour. He almost made it. And that's when our graduating class went from 70 to 69. (laughs) Oh, that's lovely. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Small town. I just love how all the teachers are just like, we're just happy he's here. Yeah. (laughs) We're not calling the cops. We're we're happy he's finally joining us in class. Or... I go back to what was said earlier. They probably didn't want to deal with the goddamn paperwork. Because we all know the teacher that called the cops on him is also the teacher of, excuse me, don't we have to do this too for our work schedule? That student in class that reminds the teacher that you're supposed to have a pop quiz that day. Or the teachers that like, oh, well, you're going on Christmas break. You're going to have all this time to do this homework. It's like, oh, we're going on a holiday break. Why are you assigning homework? (laughs) Call the cops on them, people. Those teachers deserve to be in trouble. Yeah. (laughs) That's not okay. It's abuse. Well, I know that we could probably do episodes multiple more after this. We could do a series on this. (laughs) On people calling the cops on themselves. Guys, I saw articles that had drug dealer calls cops for customers stealing their cocaine on getting gypped for... Calls cops because he thought he was dealt bad drugs. Drug dealer calls cops because his stash was stolen. Drug Drug dealer calls cops because he wasn't paid fairly. Drug dealer gets stoned and calls cops on himself because he thinks he's being followed. 
You know what? Let's do some follow-up episodes here in a little bit. And, hey, if you guys have stories of people who have called the cops on themselves or if you are one of those people who call the cops on themselves, no judgments. Ever. But please write in and let us know. And we would love to read your stories on one of our future episodes. Oh, yeah. And remember, it doesn't have to be drug-related. No. This could be about anything. Because I saw another article of somebody calls cops of having stolen goods stolen from them. <laughs> hey, this guy stole my stuff, but I, I stole it fair and square from this person. So We stole it together, and then they stole it from me. We were supposed to go in 50-50, but I only got 30%. I want my VCR back. <laughs> VCR. <laughs> <laughs> I want my cassette player back. Jeez, he scratched my CD. <laughs> but for real, guys, if you have any stories like this, please write them in. Um, whether it be yourself, your own antics of brothers. I've thrown mine out into the bus a couple times already in episode one, and that will not stop. I'm an only child, guys. Sorry. <laughs> or of news stories that you've seen or your own small town stories or college stories, high school stories. We'd love to hear them. Next week, we will bring in a whole different topic and theme of our stories, and we'll do that every time. So even if it's just a crazy fun story that you have that you think maybe would pique our interest, send those in too. Give us a link and we'll research further. We'd love to hear anything. Yeah, you don't have to write out the whole story. You can just send us a link and we'll do the research for you. Yep, we have a Facebook, we have a Twitter, we have an Instagram, and then we also have our email and a TikTok. Ugh. Jackie's in charge of the TikTok. I roll my eyes. When I told you I'm old, I've never felt more old than joining TikTok. Let me tell you. Why? So old. Everybody is just so young. I don't even know what to do. Mind you, she's saying this because she realized that she's been telling spelling TikTok wrong the entire time. Yeah, there's no C in there. <laughs> that was my bad. So yeah, guys, our email, if you want to write anything in, is thiscantberealpod at gmail.com. T-H-I-S-C-A-N-T-B-E-R-E-A-L-P-O-D at gmail.com. Write them in there, or you can look for us on any of the social media mentioned beforehand. Yeah, we'll put all of our social media into our description for the episode, and we can't wait to hear from you guys. Yeah. And we can't wait to share our slew of stories next week. So have a good one, guys, and we will talk to you then. All right. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. If you have any questions, recommendations, or crazy stories of your own you'd like to share, you can email us at thiscantberealpod at gmail.com. T-H-I-S-C-A-N-T-B-E-R-E-A-L-P-O-D at gmail.com.